0: Grinding, L like hit me said It's all about the timing shoot, shot it. If you want the vision Get the it My mama told me trusting God It's never limits Now I'm on the scoreboard Running
1: up the digits I put in work You know I'm up to get it Early bird gets the Yankee fitted Like whoa, Legs under my
0: so First off, thank you so much for coming here and, you know, being able to share with BHD a little bit about your story. Um, I would just like to introduce, this is Bree Borunda. She is a hydration specialist. And I will say, you know, what caught my eye about the, you know, you kind of reaching out on, on the ad and, you know, wanting to share more about what you do was it's something that I don't really have a lot of knowledge on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think we talked about it in your interview, but you just brought this very calm and like educated background that I felt like, oh, this aligns really well with what BHD is about. And we're trying to move forward to, and, you know, I see the amazing work that you shared on your, on your Instagram and I see how hard of the hard of hardworking you are. And the fact that we're sitting here is just a blessing. So I appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I, Oh, I trust that everything just aligns in its perfect way mm-hmm. and the connections that we meet aren't by accident. Yeah. And I truly live in that type of philosophy that everything's connected and again, thank you. Gratitude for you.
0: No, no, no problem. Um so I would say to start it off like what kind of gave you your purpose or your mission, you know, at what age was it that you decided like I'm going to do this to make an impact for, you know, the greater you know, people in this world or in this case, just a community.
1: Mm, This was honestly pretty recently. Okay. 2020 came, we had this whole world shut down Mm -hmm. and things just kind of came to light on, wow, there are so many people suffering right now. Yeah. There are so many people sick and there's so many people praying for solutions and just kind of some backstory. A lot of this has to do with my late mother. She passed away about eight years ago now and, To know that at that time, I didn't have the knowledge that I now do. Mm -hmm. And to think that there are so many people now who are suffering, who are sick and who are praying for solutions and calling in those answers and to be able to simplify it Mm -hmm. and start with something so basic, something so that we don't even realize is so huge. And it's water. And that's really, that's, that's my passion yeah. right there, helping people.
0: Yeah. So, um, honestly, I'm very sorry to hear that. And, uh, moving into like what it is, you know, with the hydration and the water, mm-hmm. what is the, 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 most significance, um, in knowledge and education that you found with, you know, water and where it's
1: at? Wow. Um, the most significant, significant thing that I have found is my own personal experience. Okay. Um, because my mom passed, she passed from lupus. Okay. She had it most of her life. We had no idea until the end of her time. Mm-hmm. And looking back, I remember my mom being so tired all the time and pain all the time. And after she passed, I realized like, Whoa, I have some similar symptoms. Okay. So I chose to go to the doctor, figure out what's going on in my life. And it wasn't lupus. I was actually diagnosed with fibromyalgia. Okay. I don't know if you're aware of what that is. No. It's basically chronic widespread pain all over my body. I was, I would always have a hard time staring the steering wheel because it was painful. My hair on my shoulders really hurt me and I was always in pain and I was always just fatigued, like couch potato to the max. Um, and so with my own personal experience, I didn't this water found me and just a little, I'll tie this all in a little bit backstory. Mm -hmm. I was pregnant with my second child. I was about four months pregnant. I was very sick. I was bound to my bed, morning sickness, all that. Um, I spent most of my time in bed and in return, I spent a lot of time on my phone Mm. and I was on YouTube a lot. I would get deep in these YouTube scroll holes or one video leads to the next. And I actually came across a, water demonstration. Okay. And this woman's like you can clean your pesticides with this water and I'm like, yeah, pesticide free. So I decided to go for it. Mm-hmm. Um I invested in this machine not knowing that I was going to have um life-changing experience. Wow. So I started to drink this water. I got it in June 2020 and from one it was literally half a day I got it mid of the day. I set up my machine, took like 5 minutes. I started drinking this water and I went about my day. The next morning, I was actually making myself breakfast mm-hmm. and that was unheard of at the time. Um I was just like cuz I was just so sick. Yeah. Um so I'm like I didn't really think about anything. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um and so I started to feel better and still I got feeling better and better and we decided to go to a trip to Colorado. Okay. So I was I think of my second trimester and usually before your third, you want to go get your trip out before baby comes. Mm -hmm. So we went on a trip. I didn't bring fresh water and I wasn't drinking water during this ride during my whole trip. And my morning sickness came back. All of my fibromyalgia pains came back to the point where I forgot I had them prior and all this started to come back, and I was like, "Whoa, I remember this feeling. Like this, this, this hurts. Like I haven't experienced it in a couple of months, and now here it—it's all just whoo, like yeah. exploded." And so we came back home. I started to hydrate again, and they all went away. Wow! Um, and what's really spectacular for me is I'm not the only one. Yeah. Um, I know personally thousands and thousands of people who've had some crazy experience because. And I'm not saying like disclaimer, this water doesn't heal. Mm-hmm. There's nothing outside of us that heals now, what we can do is allow our body the right um ingredients, the right um just environment. and when we allow our body to do that, then our body knows what it's designed to do, and mm-hmm. our body's meant to heal itself um so that's really what sparked this Holy moly, I had no something that yeah. is changing people's lives. Like, and for me, that is part of my mission to share my education, share my knowledge, and to share my experience because there are people looking. There are people who are tired of going to the doctors, mm-hmm. tired of taking medications, tired of feeling really sick. And to offer something as simple as water, <laughs> like it's yeah. almost unheard of. <laughs>
0: no, it almost sounds too good to be true. Yeah. You know, yeah. And they always say, like the old saying of, oh, you're tired, drink water. Yeah. Oh, you know, you want to clean a clearer face, drink water. Yeah, But for you to kind of explain that instance, that's so just mind blowing, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. What What the issue is we're drinking the wrong kind of water. Mm-hmm. Um, most of this water that we're drinking, bottled RO, spring water, tap water. It's one, there's contaminants. Like we all know tap water is just crazy. Mm-hmm. And two, it's stagnant. It's void of minerals. It doesn't have that charge that water has in nature organically. Mm-hmm. So we're drinking stagnant water and on a molecular level, we're 99% water. Yeah. So if we're drinking stagnant water, well, what's happening to the waters inside of our body. Um, and so that's something we're not taught. I was never taught that. No. I was always mm-hmm. told eight, drink eight glasses of water a day yeah. and you will be good to go. Um, but me personally, I grew up on soda and hot Cheetos. <laughs>
0: That's the only, that's the way they kept you, you know, not sick, you know, Cheetos and sodas. Yeah.
1: Especially if you have a cold.
0: I know. Right. Just keep throwing those Cheetos down your throat. Yeah.
1: Yeah, So that's been really profound for me.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. So my question would be, you know, obviously it's like anything, you know, it's like you mentioned, it's a disclaimer. It's not going to heal. It's not like you drink the water and Oh, I can, you know, see better or whatever. Is there a type of like dietary that you have to add on to it? Like, I'm sure there's other things that you have to do to keep taking care of your body, whether it's, you know, eating a little bit healthier of a diet, you know, because, you know, some people could easily for me, I'm, I'm kind of, I need something literal. Like if I, if I heard what your story was, I would just start focusing on drinking, drinking a gallon of that a day. Yeah. And then. Maybe I'm still eating like three meals of fast food. Yeah. Egg. So yeah. what have you noticed with your your diet? How, how do you supplement that into, you know, kind of give that that chance?
1: Well, interesting. When I was pregnant, my diet was trash. Mm. I was just like, give me all the yeah. all the nasties, yeah. you know, and, as you um, should. Yeah. <laughs> um, right now, personally, for my own balance in life, for my own longevity, mm-hmm. I do care about what I put into my body. Now, do I go and enjoy a cake? Heck, Absolutely. Yes. It's yeah, all about human. that balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I find as long as there is that balance, um, be at your water, like if you are drinking soda, if you're eating those hot Cheetos, um, just that balance for yeah. me personally, I don't eat hot Cheetos anymore just because I know too much. A red dye. <laughs> yeah. My
0: girlfriend always tells me like I bought a bag <laughs> two days ago and you know, we are definitely, you know, at the age to where we've talked about having kids. Yeah. So yeah. it's definitely, you know, in, in the, the book for us, but hey, like we need to stop eating hot Cheetos. The red dye is just not good for you. And then the vitamin B and, you know, just all the vitamins that you need to get put into, you know, the woman's body and that she's made aware to me that I need to start taking more serious about. So I'm like, yeah, it is. You know, once you get older, you have to start thinking of stuff like that.
1: Absolutely. And it's unfortunate that we live in this world where it is no secret now that our food is harming us. Mm -hmm. And now it's coming to light that our water is as well. Um, so just having that well-rounded just knowledge of like, okay, we are full of free radicals, toxins mm-hmm. in our world. And to be able to be informed because that's the first, um, I feel like that's the first step. Like you don't know what you don't know mm-hmm. until, you know, it, then, you know, and then you can make the proper steps if you choose to. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: So with the water that you have, um, is there any way to find that type of water other than what you're doing with your business or is your business like the place to find this type of water?
1: Yeah. So have you heard of, um, Lord's France and the miracle waters around the world?
0: I haven't. No. Yeah.
1: So there are very few, um, natural springs okay. around the world that this water holds a charge. Mm. Okay. Okay and people go and they'll be sick and they they know of these miracle waters and they'll travel and they'll go and they'll bathe in this water, they'll mm-hmm. drink this water and then oh my goodness they feel better. Well, we all don't live next to these miracle waters yeah. around the world. We all can't have access to this. So I personally am an independent distributor for a company called Enagic. Okay? It is a Japanese advanced water technology Um, and they have been doing this for 49 years. They are an OEM, original, uh, manufactured company. They have no debt. Their, their intentions, their, everything that they do is with integrity, Mm -hmm. with love. And their mission is to hydrate the world so people can feel healthy. People can also accumulate their wealth and their soul and their spirit is, Part of that mission, as well, yeah, yeah, so this is a company that allows these miracle waters to be right in your kitchen,
0: got it, okay, yeah. so obviously, you could take the tap water and yeah. it dilutes all of that kind of like the toxins, like you mentioned, and kind of gives you what you brought to me,
1: yes, yeah, awesome, okay, so the scientific name is electrolyzed reduced water, okay, and um the company calls this kongan water, Kongen okay. means return to origin in Japanese.
0: I like that. Yeah. Um, does it
1: taste different? Oh, I love it. Really? Yeah. I could tell the difference. Some people say it tastes funny. Some people love the taste. It's all a matter of preference. When I first tasted it, mm-hmm. it was a shock to my palate palate yeah. because I've never had water so hydrating mm-hmm. before. And so I loved it right away. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm honestly interested to try it. Yeah. Honestly, like I'm so <laughs> looking forward to it because I'm a big water guy and you know, this is news to me. So when I, obviously this was a little biased because <laughs> I am the guy that carries around a gallon everywhere I yeah, go. Like yeah. when I go on work trips and I travel a lot, I will go straight to a Walgreens to a Walmart because it's convenient. Right. Mm-hmm. That's like, I am not going to drink tap water. Like right, I, I, there's right. no way I'm drinking tap water. So I'll go buy five or six gallons because it's convenient. And I'll carry it with me. And everyone looks at me at work like, dude, why are you carrying that? You're not going to finish it. I'm like, oh, absolutely. And and another reason I'm so curious about it is I know that I, there are times where I don't like drinking water, but I see how much water and not the good water has done for me in a daily living of, it is such like a natural caffeinated thing for me where it's like it's natural energy water Mm -hmm. is. And I see how. Good it makes me feel if I have a full glass of water, how you know some of my meals digest properly. So I can't even imagine and can't wait to see what this water does for I love that you
1: hydrate so much. It's amazing.
0: I I do my best, like (laughs) honestly. And anyone that knows me and has seen me on an everyday basis knows that, oh, you're the gallon guy. Like you yeah, you have the water for sure. (laughs) So I just I take pride in that because it's so big. It's so important, you know, and there's so many of us that are not as hydrated as we think. Right. And like you said, the lack of education is, I would have never known about this water if it wasn't for you, you know what I'm saying? So to hear about the benefits of it Mm -hmm. and how it's helped people in this case with, you know, your, your, um, what
1: fibromyalgia, fibromyalgia
0: Mm -hmm. and then obviously, you know, doing the education behind it. I'm so interested to see what it could do for human beings that are, you know, in this case, like yourself, yeah. somewhat healthy. Right. You know? Yeah. So
1: wow. So just to get a little bit into it, I don't want to share yeah. too much about the science. Yeah. But I'll share three properties that make this water different from any other water okay. that um that's available to us. And the first one being that this water is six times more hydrating than other okay. water. Okay. And it's because the water molecules are small enough to penetrate your cells and your blood brain barrier. Man. So picture a chain link fence okay, and picture tennis balls. These tennis balls are your bulk water, like mm. tap water, bottled water, all that. Well, we're trying to throw these balls in the chain link fence and it's not going through because it's too big. Now with this, with electrolyzed reduced water, think of marbles, throwing marbles at this chain link fence. Well, all this is going through because it is micro clustered, mm. the molecules. Um. So that's the first one. <clears throat> And the third one is being full of charge, Mm -hmm. um, voltage. We are water beans and we're electrical beans, our cells, our brain, our body functions on voltage electricity. So this water is full of voltage, full of antioxidants that our body is quite starving for Mm -hmm. and ready for. And the last thing is it being alkalized. Have you ever heard of Essentia? Mm -mm. Well, Essentia is an alkaline water bottle. Okay. Well, there's so many on the market. Well, the reason why it is alkaline is because they're adding chemicals to it. It is chemically changed. They're adding baking soda, different salts that are more dehydrating. Well, this water is changed electrically, just like these natural aquifers in the world, like the voltage Mm -hmm. and the pH is going to be a true alkaline. Now I do these, I call it an integrity test. I'll get a bottle of um, Essentia. Okay. I'll put my pH drop. They'll be purple. Now I blow into a straw, which is um, experience. Like when you drink it, you're adding your carbon dioxide. Well, Essentia goes acidic. It goes back to its original state. Um, And with this electrolyzed reduced water, it's electrically changed. It's changed from its structure. It's true alkaline water. Um, So those are just those three key main facts to just to know about this water. Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: it's very interesting. I mean never in my life would I have thought I was going to be sitting here having a podcast about water (laughs) and how it's a benefit you know like I definitely feel like it gets you get to a certain point in your life to where which I will say you know with this generation it's a lot different you know people are trying to take care of their body so they can live for a longer time Mm -hmm. because we're noticing that our you know the expectancy of a human an average human being in the American United States is starting to shorten yeah Shorten. and for me I want to live as long as possible so um very good knowledge. And, you know, thank you for, you know, for sharing that Absolutely. and you know, touching on it a little bit. Cause I definitely feel like it was enough, yeah. enough information. That's not too overwhelming, Yeah, but <laughs> simple. Um, yeah, very simple. And um, my next question would be like, how do you tie this and to your, your everyday life? Like yeah. you have three kids, mm-hmm. you know um, you have a partner. What, what does that look like for you and trying to balance that out in your life?
1: We're hydrated, baby. Mm-hmm. We got it. We got mm-hmm. the energy. Yeah. <laughs> we and have that's, the that's hydration. That has to be the biggest yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. just this has integrated into me, mm-hmm. my everyday life where I go and everywhere I meet, like I meet someone, I'm just like, here, here's a free gallon of water. Like wow. here's some knowledge, just connecting and really getting to know people. It's opened up my ability to connect with so many people Yeah, because it's water. Mm-hmm. Everybody drinks water. Yeah. Water is a universal solvent. Um, And so it's just a it's part of my life now and it's going Mm. to be for the rest of my life. This is definitely part of my mission here on earth.
0: I love that. Yeah. It it makes a lot of sense. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) To just have the energy and, you know, go from start to finish and, you know, what does your daily routine look like, you know, when it comes to something like that?
1: So I flow. Okay. Um, there there's days where they are similar and there's Mm -hmm. days where they're not. So really I'm a mama. Um, most of my energy and time is spent at home with my children Mm -hmm. Um, and just enjoying life. Yeah, You know, that's really where I'm at is just gratitude to be alive today. Gratitude for my breath um, because life is so short and to just be alive is just so exciting and invigorating. And that's, man, I hold that energy every single day um, because it's, you know, it's short, you know what I'm saying? It's short.
0: Yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, it can get challenging to have that perception and, you know, outlook on it, especially when it comes to, you know, running a business, because yeah. you do have to be on the flip side of yeah. throwing it and promoting it on your social channels, on your website. And, you know, although it is fact that you may want to just post it and just get rid of social media for the rest <laughs> of your life, you still got to see stuff on your feed and, you know, what people or what companies are sharing. Yeah. And, you know, obviously some of the, the more, you know, not so positive things that are on the web and it can get dis- you know, discerning it can get, you know, disappointing at times. And I don't know, it definitely is a, the water must help with, you know, staying in that positive outlook.
1: Yeah. There it's interesting. Um, me and my community, we always talk about hydrated entrepreneurship. Okay. Um, and it's, it's being able to leverage social mm-hmm. media, able to, you know, use these platforms to share awareness, share my yeah. everyday life. You know, there's a, so time there was a time where I was so business oriented where like all of my social was just business, business, business. And, um, I really learned how to find that balance with my own life yeah. and also share about water because water is part of my life and Mm -hmm. not separating them has really been really profound for me because I am my business. Right. Yeah. I, you know, refer people to medical grade ionizers yet. That's just something. So that's just part of it. Yeah. Yeah
0: um, I think you bring up a good point because you're a living testimonial, what, what your product is. And I think that can be such a huge benefit because you can balance out having your lifestyle incorporated into it. And I almost, I tell people all the time as a marketing professional, like that is something as a business and as a brand you need to do, like you need to be living out your brand. Like it's a human being because if you're not living it and you're not showing what those experiences are like, Mm. and being able to, you know, be human and not a robot. Yeah. People aren't going to believe you. They're not going to be able to create a a sense of relationship with you. Cause that's what social media is about. Having have a sense of relationship. And until I'm sorry, like this flies all all of a sudden it just came out (laughs) of nowhere. Yeah, I know. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it, it definitely can, can make or break, but I do appreciate the point, the height, what do you call it? The hydra- hydrated
1: entrepreneurship. entrepreneurship. That's,
0: yeah. <laughs> you guys need to put that on a shirt. Yeah. Like that is so cool. Yeah. That's so cool to say. It's so catchy. Um, But yeah, I think, you know, I've noticed it with you living it out and seeing it first time. And that's what brought me to say like, Oh yeah, definitely try yeah. the water.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. That's amazing. I like to say that we are our own brand. Yeah. You know, we, is, it's, it's such an easy, for us to separate things mm-hmm. it, as, as human beings. And to know that every step that we take, every word that we say, every creation that we create mm-hmm. be a business or whatever, that's us. Yeah. That's our energy being infused. That's us birthing this. And just to, quite simply, we are our own brand. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, we really are. Yeah. And I think more that we can get used to doing that, we can be so much better yeah. about how we treat people. Cause I do feel like it comes down to it too. Like I was getting so involved in just business, 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 like mm-hmm. you mentioned, but not seeing people as human beings and yeah. trying to like not be so salesy, but be more <laughs> so Like, Hey, this would really benefit me. Like you should really try this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I have gotten to a point to where I'm like, okay, human interaction is so key. you mm-hmm. like, I, I, work from home. But on the flip side, when I do stuff like this, it still brings me that human interaction yeah. that I need. And sometimes if I don't do it for a long period of time, I get anxious. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I get involved into just being so alone that I go into big groups of people, even just getting groceries. And I'm like, oh, man, I just <laughs> want to get out. You know?
1: Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I definitely had to work through that too. Mm-hmm. When I first started this journey, I was trialed and erred. Yeah. I word splashed on people. I was just like, this? Yeah. like a typical salesperson um, really learning how to you know it starts by just doing yeah and by just trial and error trial and error yeah definitely
0: yeah um i i will say like i think it is great for you to just even as simple as just giving a gallon it just goes a long way yeah. you know it shows that you're willing to not only talk about what you have but hey try this. Yeah. And really, you know, try for yourself and see if it's something that's helping you.
1: Yeah. I'm not here to shove something down someone's throat. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to sell to people like this may or may not be for you. There's people it's for, there's people who it's not. Um, My job here is just to share like, and it's up to the person. If, if it's for them, they'll know Yeah, if it's not for them. Like that's okay too. Like that's okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so you talked a little bit about the community that mm-hmm. you're in. Um, tell me a little bit about that. What's that experience like and what kind of like what, when you guys meet together, what What do you guys do?
1: Okay. So we have retreats every uh-huh. twice a year. We okay. um, yeah, have events multiple times a year. In October, I'll be going to California. Mm. We're having a really huge event and it's all like hydrated entrepreneurship, okay. um, really amazing speakers like Eric Worre, Jerry, Jeremy Lee minor, um, uh, people like that, that come to train us and then we get to meet everybody in the community. Okay. Um, and Enagic, the the community is human. That's huge. It's really huge. Yeah. Um, Well you
0: mentioned you like hundreds of thousands of people that you've been able to network with.
1: (laughs) That's so cool. (laughs) It's like when you see someone who has Kong and water, you're like, you're like brothers and sisters already. Uh Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's so awesome. It's a huge family.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: Um, so have you been able to, you know, at these conventions, have you been able to like, you know, meet new people and be able to take some of those friendships home and learn from people? Yeah.
1: What's really cool is this water community, the, there's something about it that just hits differently. Okay. People who it's when you meet your family that you don't know is your family yet. Mm -hmm. It's like online strangers who become friends, who become family. And that's really the, that's really the energy there. is the ability to be open to connect to have like-minded individuals with the same mindset with the same intentions and the same goals um i think that's really special because we're tribal souls Mm -hmm. you know going back to our ancestors we were together um not until you know recently where we have this nuclear family that's just you know get away from your grandma your mom and you go live somewhere by yourself well we're not meant to live that way. Yeah. We're meant to be in a community. We're meant to share. We're here to network. And, you know, you have something that I don't have. And when we all come to the table, we're feasting.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And bringing everything that you can to, you know, be the best version of yourself, but share that commonality and yeah. Yeah. what it is. And I, I agree with you where, I feel like there are times where I, I want to be a part of some community that is like minded. And when I do find that community, I'm like, Oh, this is amazing. Yeah. You know, and you just bounce ideas off because we're all, we're all, you know, trying to be experts at one thing, but we all bring so much baggage and so much experience and knowledge and other things as well that you can create almost five different businesses off of five people that (laughs) are in there. You know what I'm saying? So it's so cool to just interact and be in that space.
1: Yeah. nice.
0: So now going into, you know, a little bit about yourself, Mm -hmm. um, talk to me about a time that, you know, you were at rock bottom Mm -hmm. that you were, you know, at a place to where you maybe wanted to not really push this or, you know, push any type of like work or anything in your life. And Mm -hmm. how did you get over it?
1: Wow. So most of my life I was a quiet child. Um, I self-harmed, I put substances in my body that should never have been there and I felt so alone. Um, I felt so angry. Um, you couldn't catch a smile on my face. I was so closed off to people. I was so closed off to love, to interactions, to where I carried that. Um, I carried that for a long time and I would, you know, I started different business ventures. I would start different projects and I just quit. Mm, I quit okay. I was just like, I'm not the best yeah. I can't do it the way I want to like I'm done okay. um so i I gave up most of my life. I gave up gymnastics, basketball like mm. all these little things that brought so much excitement in my life um because of my mindset and my mentality and just my aura yeah it was just so repelling you know no one wanted to be around me um I didn't want to be around anybody else and so I missed out on so much in my life and so many opportunities to where, you know, this, this business venture now, this was like, do or go home. Yeah. Like, Brie, come on, like, do it, like, Mm -hmm. keep going, keep persevering, keep pushing. Because if I don't do it now, I will never, Mm -hmm. and I'll never be able to see what I can amount to. I won't be able to help people who are praying for this. And Um, there's been times these past three years where I come, like that person comes back and she's like, Hey, do you want to quit? It's too hard.
0: (laughs) Just like like that, right? Yeah.
1: And you know, there's so many times where I'm just like, I'm done. I can't do this. Like I quit yet. I know deep in my heart, my soul, like that's not me anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, and to know that you don't know what's on the other side of perseverance. Our body, our human body is so powerful yet our mind is so limiting our mind's a beautiful tool that we have as humans yet when we let these stories overrun us we have no chance (laughs) yeah
0: it definitely starts at it definitely starts at your your mind too and like your Mm -hmm. mind has to listen to what your body's saying you know and i've done you know some research on you know the last five years on just you know the basic knowledge of what the mind can do for you Mm And really listening to some of these life coaches and some of these people that talk about, like, obviously we're our own worst enemies, but yeah. what does that really look like? And the simple thoughts that go through your head, you know, the simple foods that you're taking in, yeah. you know, and I have just learned so much about what it really means to feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy for us to look at, like, in simple terms of looking at a Instagram post and you mm-hmm. post something and you get a thousand likes. Yeah, That a thousand likes and 5,000 comments, 4,099 of those are positive comments to that one negative comment yeah. ruins the whole thing. <laughs> right. And that's how our minds are. Like we can get complimented. We could get told a hundred times that you were worth it. You're, you know, you're going to do this. You're doing great. You're doing good work to that one person or to that one thought of you of I'm not doing enough. Oh, mm-hmm. and then it balances mm-hmm. out. So mm-hmm. I completely agree with you and, um, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad yeah. that you're able to, to overcome that. And I know definitely, you know, it's probably wasn't easy. Um, I can definitely say that there was a part of my life that I was, you know, abusing substances and I was in a place of, you know, a hard place. And, you know, I was definitely trying to find the easy way out that was soothing of like, oh, (laughs) this feels good now. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this feels good now. And once you get out to that reality of it, it's like, I don't want to be in the reality of it. I want to be. And something that I can dream of and just stay in that moment for a while. It's easier. It's so much easier. <laughs> and then you get here and, you know, you do it for a long enough time, like any other habit. And it feels so good. Mm-hmm. You know, like this all feels good to me. Like I enjoy doing this. This is my, you know, my peace away from, you know, work can be stressful at times, but this is my piece and what I like to do.
1: Yeah, I definitely feel the passion and you doing like this is part of it. And thank you for hosting this because the bridge that you connect and you create, it's, it moves mountains. It really does. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it, like, it starts with you guys, the people that come in and, you know, are able to, it's not easy. I tell people all the time, like, you know, it's one thing to start a podcast, but to bring on people consistently that have stories to share that are selfless and selfless people are, I don't feel like are hard to come by nowadays, but it's hard to align well Mm -hmm. with when that chapter in their life is, you know, because, Somebody could be in chapter one and they're, you know, selfless or selfish to someone that's in chapter 99 and they're just ready to like, Hey, um, this is all about other people and bringing good people over here. So it definitely, you know, uh, props to everyone and in you're including yourself that is coming in here to let down, you know, a little bit of that insecurity blanket and talk yeah, about this kind yeah. of stuff. It's not easy. Oh, I love it. You know, like <laughs> it's, it's really not easy. And, you yeah. know, I know people can be easy to judge on what's going on. Yeah. But we're all we all have curtains, you we
1: know. Do. We've all also we've had so much trauma. Yeah, you know the human race is a traumaed race, mm-hmm. and you know just getting the um, one thing I really learned is coming kind of tying back to the water is our DNA is structured water, which yeah. is what this water is. And there's a lot of work by Masaru um, Emoto mm-hmm. showing that water holds memory. Mm-hmm. You can program your water. You could say love and gratitude and they're going to form beautiful crystals opposed to like trauma and hate. Mm. Um, now when we, we pat, when we have children, we're passing on our DNA, our DNA is holding the trauma and the DNA is also holding our blessings. And when we're hydrated, these, it, honestly this water has brought all of my traumas to the surface, Mm. And it's okay. also brought all my blessings for me to work through it yeah. because there's so many of us who don't work through our trauma, who are just living in these cyclical, just illusions of self and to be able to take a step back and unfold the pieces of myself. It's, that's the work Yeah. every single day. That's the work showing up when I don't want to, you know, I just want to lounge around all day. Yet, mm. You know, my babies need me or yeah. I need to go share some water today. Like the little things. And that's, what's so beautiful. Like the work doesn't have to be hard. It's just the mind that makes it feel like it's hard.
0: Yeah. yeah. Cause when you get it to actually doing the work, it's almost so natural. Yeah. yeah. Like you're doing it. It's the mind that keeps you blocked and (laughs) it's like, Oh, another, another 15 minutes and, you know, taking a nap or I'll get up after this episode or whatnot. And I like what you mentioned about your trauma comes out of you. It comes to your, your, you know, Mm -hmm. your outer core, because I do feel like it's something that I was having a conversation about, you know, in the last couple of weeks with, uh, um, some people that I mentor and that I talk to, um, I don't have the best story to tell. I'm not even as successful as I maybe want to be, but I do have, I've been through life situations that make me human and, you know, can make me easily to touch and talk about on certain things. But it was brought up that, you know, a trauma like Mm -hmm. PTSD trauma from, you know, family, from girlfriends, from boyfriends, Mm -hmm. from past relationships, um, parents, and maybe like, how do you go about it? But I feel like, you can only handle your trauma if you face it, yeah. you know, and for me, therapy was such a huge thing when I got into it when I was 21 years old, 22 years old, because I had a lot of trauma, even coming from a very well managed, respectful two parent household mm-hmm it wasn't about them. It was the trauma that I faced almost later down in my life in high school and college that I didn't necessarily think was a problem until I started getting into relationships mm-hmm. and I started taking out that trauma and PTSD on those relationships. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nobody asks to be in a relationship or be in a friendship and have those things taken out on them. Right. It's up to us to, or the person that's going through that to handle that on their own and make it manageable to where you can identify when it is that you're getting ready to go through those trauma experiences or you're in that moment of feeling like you're going to, make a traumatic decision on something (laughs) right so i'm very big on like understand yourself first as much as possible not saying you can't go get a you know a girlfriend go find someone to marry can get into a friendship but understand what you lack in so that you can let your partner know like hey this is kind of some of the stuff i'm struggling with Mm -hmm. or you can know that hey once that switch hits and it starts getting hard for you to express certain things or you know handle certain emotions You can manage it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely.
1: It's like radical responsibility and then also um working with the other person. Yeah. Like, you know, me and my partner Chase, like we're great examples of it where we're like, whoa, I'm trauma, like I'm triggered. I need a moment. Um, because there was there was a time where I didn't understand what a trigger was, I didn't understand that I was operating from trauma. And to have that knowledge of like, okay, like this goes deep. This mm-hmm. goes deep to my childhood, goes deep to my mother, my yeah. father. Um, it's not you. This is literally me working through this and being open and be like, okay, well, what do you need for me during this time? has been super monumental because mm. it's so easy to be like if you're have a friend or a partner, wife, whatever. Um, it's easy to take it personal.
0: Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm that guy. Yeah. I'm like- <laughs> my girlfriend's not having the day. And I'm like, what did I do? What did, yeah, you know? yeah, And that's that's a trauma yeah, response. Yeah. And that's why it's like not putting yourself in it. Like you mentioned, like mm-hmm. having the, getting to the point to where, what can I do to help, mm-hmm. you know, or how can I, you know, is there something you need to vent about? And I'm the guy that wants to fix everything, yeah. you know, as it's natural for me to want to be like, man, the people, the person I care about is not doing it. How can I fix this? Yeah, And I've had to learn based off of what she's told me, like, you don't have to fix all the time. Like sometimes people just need to talk. Yeah. And I'm like, I, no one's ever told that to me before Mm -hmm. because I'm always having the expectation for me is like, I got to fix it. Yeah. You know, that's my fix, 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 but it's a great point to talk about because it is huge. Communication is so huge when it comes to any type of relationship or friendship.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, so how do you feel, you know, going in, towards, like you said, you are talking about managing not only your, your partnership, but also your relationship with your kids, mm-hmm. um, a business, how do you tend to prioritize things and obviously be the best you can be each day?
1: In all honesty, it's like, what does, what excites me? Okay. It changes every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not someone who does well in a nine to five. Okay. Um, I'm not someone who like, I love structure yeah. yet. I cannot do like this, 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 and this, um, for me to really follow who I am as a person is I take a moment every day. I'm like, what excites me right now? Mm. And sometimes that mean going and getting, a like a latte or Mm. going to the park with my children or just sitting down reading with them or just breathing on my floor. Um, I find it really important for me personally to make time for my excitement and my joy and my passion because that's what lights me up and when I am lit up then I overpour to people yeah now when I'm drained like that's not helping anybody right so it's it's day by day yeah awesome yeah
0: I mean another cool perspective to look at it from because I do feel like there's a stigma of parenting as in you have to you know, give and take, but I feel like the literal meaning of like, you have to sacrifice everything for your kids. You <laughs> when know? I had
1: my first child nine years ago, I thought that was the the truth. Um, and most recently past three, four years, three years, uh, my second child, I realized like there's more to it. Mm. Um, there's a whole stigma of what it means to be a parent. And I always have a saying that when you become a parent, it becomes a parent oh, <laughs> of okay. what it really yeah. and it's just love. Mm -hmm. It's caring for your children. It's spending quality time and taking five minutes just to get down on their level and just to be present with them. And that's all kids need. They don't need all this crazy stuff. And like, I mean, whatever works, like we're all different and we all have different flows and just to be there with them. That's, that's the gold. That's
0: a great point. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because, you know, I'm, although I love podcasting, I'm, I'm, I also like listening to podcasts yeah. and, you know, talk, hear people talk about certain things, but, um, one in particular, um, and I don't trust me, I have a nephew who just turned three years old today and <laughs> oh, I, that, to I know happy yes. birthday to him and poor <laughs> kid just came out from the hospital. He had to get stitches yesterday. So it was oh. like, it's been an interesting couple of days, but to the point of, I love that kid to death, yeah. you know, I would do almost anything for that kid and, you know, not having a kid and wanting, you know, kids sometime down the road, um, in the near future. It's like, I love him as much as I feel like I would love my own kid, but going a little bit further, there's a podcast I listen to. And this guy, he, um, in and out of prison, five or six kids. And the most recent one being his youngest that he hadn't met yet was already like three or four years old. And, um, he gets out of prison and he's, a big time actor and he's done a lot a few different films. He's done some, a, a lot of theater work, but very down to earth guy who, you know, Mexican American thug talks like a thug, just really cool story. And he goes and to, you know, his, his mother of his child and he's like, Hey, Mijo, like, how are you? And he's like, you're so big now. And he has no money. He has like, you know, a few bucks on him. And this is like twenty fifteen or twenty twelve, where you can still go to McDonald's and get a, a double cheeseburger <laughs> for a dollar. So he's like, Can I, you know, take him to eat? And she's like, Yeah, go for it. So he takes his son out and he's just driving him around and he's like, Um, he's like, all like, what, what do you want to do? Like, are you hungry? Oh, yeah, I'm hungry, Dad. So he goes and takes him to McDonald's and gets him a meal. And he's just started talking to him. And he said he just broke down because he was like, Parents are so, you know, messed up nowadays, like. Y'all think that you, you know, you have to do this. You have to do that. You have to get them, you know, this high amount of money. You have to give them allowance. He's all, you got to be there for your kid. He's all that moment in the McDonald's where I'm just there, you know, with my three or four year old and just talking to him, having a conversation. That means more to them than taking them, buying them the most expensive shirt, buying them shoes, buying them whatever. And I, it was like, I was a moment of like, I almost started crying because I was just like dang bro i've worked in nonprofit work for three years at the boys and girls clubs and you know with families and stuff and and education and the kids that i feel like needed the love the most had all the money Mm. and we're taking care of that way but the kids that were middle class lower class that were so happy all the time just had parents that loved them they probably didn't have you know they had holes in their pants and shirts but they're getting love at home and Mm -hmm. i feel like like you mentioned the love and the care yeah goes such a far way
1: um, this reminds me of what my great grandmother said a couple of weeks back. And she said, you know, we were dirt poor growing up, mm. but we had love in our home. Mm. And that's something that stuck with me because, oh, man, that's, that's, it's simple. Yeah. It's so simple.
0: <laughs> and he's like, he said, he's all, it's so simple. Like, and people overlook it to yeah. where people don't care about their kids. You know, people don't love their kids. They don't know what love is or what love is to be given. And for someone that just has spent his entire life in prison has three or four other kids, and have, being the youngest one, he says he loves all of his kids, even that they come from different moms, mm-hmm. the same, yeah. and makes time for all of his kids. And all of his kids have nothing but good things to say.
1: Love has no limits.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow.
1: Thanks and for looks sharing different. That. No, <laughs>
0: I, I, I'm I'm sorry for like going on no, a tangent. No, that was beautiful. But, um, yeah. Um, definitely a really cool podcast. It's called The Real Ones. Um, I don't know. You might have seen a, a few of his movies, but he's in um. Wolf of Wall Street. He's I forget what his um John Berthnall okay. or Joe Berthnall. You can look him up, and he brings on all of these ex convicts. Oh, and there's a program for ex convicts that are able to transition them into if they want to do marketing, photography, acting. A lot of the ones he brings on is acting because he's a he's an actor. He yeah. was doing a lot of acting at the time, but it was the whole basis of, I would listen. Shia Buff was on it and he talks about his story of, he was really heavy into drugs. I and he remember
1: was, that one. Yeah.
0: So he, that's his podcast. Okay. And I listened to that one and a couple others and man, it's so powerful.
1: Wow, I have to take a look.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, but last question to kind of yeah, sum it up, yeah. cause I know we're getting to time, but you know, what would your advice be to your kids and looking back at your, yourself when you were in that low moment, like, what would you say? Mm. Mm.
1: To be true to ourselves and to not give up and to take, take opportunities and not be scared to be yourself. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, absolutely. And It was great getting to know your story a little bit. And again, I can't wait to try the water. Yes. And I really appreciate you for bringing that in. Absolutely. So, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no
1: problem. <laughs> From my- out.